Welcome back to the Magna Vita Show. I'm Alex Olson, and every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles empowering us to build a great life. Last week we talked about fitness and time. This week the best podcasts talked about persistence and coaching. For the bonus for this week, I wanted to briefly talk about the idea of having a battle buddy. It might sound kind of childish, but it goes back to when I first started boot camp at the Air Force Academy. I'll never forget the first moment I was there, I was yelled at by the biggest, strongest, most intimidating man I'd ever met. Uh, if you search for Air Force Academy boot camp, you can find him pretty quickly. And I'll never forget, he was yelling at me and I couldn't even hear him because I was so overwhelmed and nervous. And he kept, I remember him asking me, why are you shaking? And because I was so nervous, I couldn't stop shaking. And I remember thinking, who wouldn't be shaking in this situation? But finally, I understood he was asking me and it was such an important lesson that he was teaching me. He was asking me, why are you alone? And I just figured, I'm, of course I'm alone, I'm here, I'm getting started, like where else would I be or who would I be with? But he was teaching me, he said, from now on you'll always have a battle buddy with you. And so for eight weeks in boot camp, we couldn't go anywhere, we couldn't even go to the bathroom alone. And they were teaching us that we always need someone that we can rely on for help. And it was such a powerful lesson and thinking back to last week talking about fitness, I think that's such a crucial part of any type of growth that we want to accomplish in our life is the idea of having a battle buddy, having someone with us that can help us be accountable, that can help motivate us and strengthen us when we feel weak. I thought it was really interesting. Boston University recently did a study and it found that we often become like the people we spend the most time with. So if a friend of ours becomes obese, it said, we are 45% more likely to gain weight over the next two to four years. And if our friend smokes, we are 61% more likely to be a smoker ourselves. And again, that's such a powerful lesson for me that we need to be really conscious of who we surround ourselves by and this had kind of a negative light on it, but I really believe that by having that strong battle buddy in our life, we can all reach our next level. We can all become stronger, better, whatever we're trying to become, we can reach it with, with the help of someone else. But there were great podcasts this week, so let's get to it. The first podcast from this week comes from The Minimalists. And this week they talked about feeling stuck and how to push through and, and overcome that feeling. There were some great lessons. I liked how they started out by saying that there's not just one calling for us, that there are actually many different callings that we'll have throughout our life. So we need to reframe how we're approaching our career and our life. And instead of focusing on trying to find our true calling or our one true purpose, Instead, we should focus on living a meaningful life. And they define a meaningful life as when our short-term actions correspond with our long-term goals and values. And this meaningful life is what will lead to happiness. 
And I really liked because they recognized, they said there's a lot of drudgery that we all have to work through. So sometimes there's this false notion that if we can just find our calling or our purpose, everything will be easy. But we reframed that and said that we should just focus on how we can help people. And if we change that perspective, then we can make the most of what we have. We won't have to worry about searching for something else that we may not find. And he said, most importantly, we just need to make a decision and make an action. If we just do something, then we won't feel stuck anymore and we'll be able to persist and we'll be able to overcome what we're dealing with. Also, like they said, perfect is the enemy of good enough. So I think a lot of times I've struggled in my life thinking about trying to do something, but I think, oh, I'm not good enough at it or it's not where I want to be yet. But if we just go with good enough, then we can build on that and we can become better as we practice and do it more. I also thought it was interesting, they were talking about feeling stuck and how it happens a lot for writers. People talk about writer's block. And it, was, it was really interesting, they said writer's block is shorthand for this is not a priority. And they said that there's really no nothing else like writer's block that we talk about. So people don't, if you're building a house, you don't have builder's block or anything like that. But they said instead that we can overcome that. We don't need to be stuck. We can reframe it and we can create rules and structures and an environment for ourselves where we can write or we can do whatever it is we're trying to do. And they said to do that, they said just move through the writer's block. Don't stop. So they said limitations can really help us to be creative. So one of the limitations one of them has is they said that the best four words that they've been taught about writing, and it's a rule that they've come up with for themselves, is to just sit in the chair. So that's five words, I guess. I added just. They said that for them, it's just sit in the chair. And that those four words help them to just feel unstuck and to persist with what they need to do. The next podcast for this week is The Tim Ferriss Show. He interviewed Eric Schmidt, who is the chairman and CEO of Google when they were just getting started. And he interviewed him because he's just wrote a book called The Trillion Dollar Coach about Bill Campbell. And he was an incredibly successful and helpful coach for Google and Apple. And the companies that, and the people that he helped were able to earn over $2 trillion, Eric said. And I really like there were great lessons about coaching and how to reach our goals in this podcast. And I liked it. Start out with Eric saying that Bill wasn't soft. He said that you need a mentor that is tough and will push you. He said that Bill was very committed to the goals of the organization and to the people that he was helping as a coach. And Eric said that he was ruthless at helping people get there. So if somebody lied to him, he would cut them off. And I just like it shows that we can still, I think sometimes a coach can kind of feel, it can seem like it's just kind of a fluffy term or, or a life coach or something, but I really like that Bill was able to still be tough and to help hold his people accountable so that they could reach their full potential. And Eric talked about how 
Silicon Valley is so successful because people work together. And it just gets back to this idea of having a battle buddy and somebody that you can rely on to help you out. It was also interesting that Eric talked about Google and he said that while he was there, they had the 70-20-10 principle. I think this is an interesting, has some interesting uh, correlation or kind of metaphor for our life. He said that while, they, while he was there, they decided to spend 70% of their time on their core business, 20% of their time, of their employees' time on adjacent things or similar things, and 10% of their time on wild bets. And he said the 10%, the wild bets, is what you want to do in the future in 5, 10 years. And we've talked a lot about risk and, and trying something new on this podcast. And I think that's a great way to look at it. That if that's only 10% of our time, we're still building on our foundation and we're doing what's important. But we're still reaching and trying to accomplish those goals and those dreams that we all have. To go back to having a coach, I thought it was interesting. Eric said that even as the CEO of Google, he still needed a coach. And it made me think that this is really the same as every successful athlete. We don't question why LeBron James needs a coach, but it can feel kind of uncomfortable to, to reach out to someone to help us. And, and we don't have to formally ask someone to be our coach, we can. But I think a lot of times it's just reaching out for help and bouncing ideas off of someone. It was interesting, Eric said he was distinguishing between a manager and a coach. He said, a manager asks you to please do something, but a coach asks you what you want to do, what you want to become, and helps you get there. And he said that at least for him, Bill as a coach, really helped him to see that there's a bigger goal and helped him accomplish it. What was amazing about Bill was, so he helped coach people at Google and Apple, incredibly successful companies, but he actually didn't take any compensation. He did it for free, and I'm not, not recommending that at all, but I think it's just really powerful that he had the right motivation for doing it. He said that, Eric said that Bill's compensation was the happiness and success of those he helped. It was also a great lesson when he said that Bill believed in doing one thing well. So when he was coaching his kids soccer, he wouldn't answer his phone. And I just love that principle that if we're constantly trying to be everything to everyone, we're always going to fall short. But if we can just focus on, on one person at a time, then we can really help them. And the last point from this, I really liked, Eric talked about his time at Google and he said that there's nothing more fun than having a very fast moving team with everyone rowing in the same direction. But to do this, we really do need a coach or someone that can help us. And I love Eric said, coaches hold you accountable and help you clarify your thinking. So again, I don't want to don't want to drill into this too much or, or focus on this too much, but I just think that coaches are really critical. And again, it can be informal or formal, but just the power of having someone in our life that can help guide us and give us the direction that we need when we feel lost. 
The last podcast from this week comes from Beyond the Uniform. And this week, Justin talked about men's groups, but I wanted to broaden it out to mastermind groups. And I know that can sound really formal and maybe kind of weird, but a mastermind group is simply a group of peers meeting together to help each other out, to help people solve their problems. And this goes way back. I mean, there's a lot of examples in history if you look it up, but people like Henry Ford, Thomas Edison, Alexander Graham Bell, and and Theodore Roosevelt used to meet together to give each other ideas and to help strengthen each other. And I really like Justin said, there's very little that is unique to our situation. He said, other people have gone through and are going through the same battles that we are fighting. We can lean on them for strength and guidance. Now, such a great reminder that I think so often we can feel alone and that nobody else understands what we're going through, but that's really just not the case. There's so many people out there who are following similar paths that we are on. And if we reach out to them, then they can help lift us up. Justin, finally, the last point from this podcast was he said, the only way to become the best version of ourselves is to lean on other people for help. And again, just a great lesson about the importance of not trying to do it all by ourselves. And so this week we talked about coaching, but also mastermind groups. And I think that those are two of the key ways that we can be persistent, that we can find the grit and resilience that we need in our life to push through the obstacles that we all face. So I hope that these tools and tactics help you throughout the week. And if you need someone, if you ever want to talk with, talk with anyone, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, probably the best way is through our Instagram account. It's just at the Magna Vita. Um, but we'd be more than happy to, to listen and to do whatever we can to help you out. But I, again, thank you so much for being with us. I know that you're all super busy. That's why we do this, to hopefully give you some time back. And it means a lot that you're here with us. So thank you, and we'll see you next week.